Welcome to Agape Learning Tools Podcast. I am one of your hosts for tonight. I am Janae McKnight. And today I am going to have as guests with me, Dr. Frank R. McKnight and John Boyd. Dr. McKnight has over 31 years in higher education and John Boyd has over 25 years in education across grade levels. So we're coming back this week to continue the discussion about how to prepare your child for college as well as for careers and for life in general. So today we're going to go deeper with this discussion from an educator's and a parent's perspective. So first we're gonna talk about how, what are some things that you can do to prepare your child for careers as well as for college from a baby through pre-K. And so one of the things that we know that you can do is because you are the parents, that you are their first teachers as parents. And one of the things you can do is you can teach them manners. It's very important to teach your children from the very beginning manners, how to say please, how to say thank you, as well as teaching them things that they should know before they go to school. They should know their letters, their numbers, their colors. They should know short affirmations about themselves, like that I am loved, I am kind, I am good. You know, they should be able to say things to build their confidence up. So every parent should teach their child that from the very beginning. What do you guys have to say about that? Well, I think I think that, you know, to 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 kind of add to that, I think it's it's important for those positive conversations. We were talking earlier, me and Frank were talking about just introducing children to um, your careers, you know, mm -hmm. um, having conversations because they can identify with fireman, police officer. I, I can recall when I was young in kindergarten and Officer Friendly, you right. know, and you know, mm -hmm. the, I forgot that dog, the fire dog, but it made everybody want to be a fireman. I mean, it was very right. people were very impressionable. Mm -hmm. You know, our, my classmates, you know, we didn't see, you know, what's what's available now, influencers, you know, uh, computer engineers, things of that it was way before that, you know, but I think that, you know those types of things, you're incorporating those type of things and, you know, visually showing those, those images to our children because they, you know, they can kind of, you know, put those in our long-term memory. And when they see them again, they can kind of recognize them. Yeah. yeah. And then too, also adding uh, different TV programs, uh, you know, uh, PBS, and then also buying different videos and things related to careers, uh, maybe their favorite cartoon character, you know, mm -hmm. uh, may, you know, show what it takes to be a doctor, what it takes to be an engineer or a fireman or what have you, uh, to pique their interest. But I think parents have a key role in that they've got to make learning fun, you know, yeah. and make it, you know, exciting. And so that it'll carry on, on through kindergarten, first grade and on. Mm -hmm. Right. And one thing that I would like to say was definitely to teach children their full name and their parents' name before they go to school. They should always know their full name and their parents, both of their parents' full name, 
before they go to school. Well, once they get into kindergarten through fourth grade, now they have, you know, they have conversation skills. You want to kind of work on making sure that they can carry a conversation uh, with an adult, with another student. Um, they start learning sight words. They start learning social skills how to get along with other people. Um, and that's very important as well when they start getting into like kindergarten through fourth grade. Um, they also also will also learn more careers as well um, how and how to get there. You know, they'll know that, okay, so if I, if I want to be um, a lawyer, I need to go to college and then I have to go to school after that. They may not know exactly what it is, but they should know that, yeah, that I have to go to school and continue on in school. Um, what else do you guys think that they should know at this, this level? I, I, I think that, you know, in the beginning, I'm, I'm going back to baby pre-K. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, just a structure okay. has mm -hmm. to be prevalent. You know, I think there's a lot of parents now who rely on schools Mm -hmm. uh, to educate their children. Yeah. You know, I, and, and it's because we have, and I'm just being honest, there's a lot of parents who, you know, didn't take education serious when they were, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. growing up. And that has to be spoken about. You yeah. know, so so where am I at? What how how can I help? What mm -hmm. what do I need to do? Is 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 great to, to jump ahead. And I think we do that a lot in society. We jump ahead of the foundations right you know, and we put a band-aid on everything else instead of going back and teaching the foundation i'll never forget miss champion you know just constantly putting that dog on cassette tape in that record that <laughs> cassette player and one plus one equals two one <laughs> plus two equals three i mean over and over and mm -hmm. over so i had no choice but to learn it you know what i'm right. saying it was effective it was repetition. One times one equals one. You know, just constantly, constantly, and the structure, you know, of, of saying it's quiet time and you're going to learn this stuff right now. Those are things, you know, taking out the time, you know, to make sure that we, we spend that time in educational avenues, mm -hmm. you know, on the educational street. And like, you know, uh, Dr. McKnight said, you know, you want to, you know, it's very important that, you know, education is, 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 they're, they're exposed to it, mm -hmm. you know, television shows, mm -hmm. you know, affirmations, you yeah. know, those types of things. But, but I, but I, but I, I, I think we need to talk more about the foundation because there's a lot of parents who really don't, there's a lot of parents, a lot of teachers yeah. who really don't know how to reach children you know yeah. and i'm not and i'm not going to uh, you know human children i mean children you know we don't they don't you know they 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 look at a book and they say or they have a professor and they say this is what i'm supposed to do but what about the challenge right what about the challenge what about mm -hmm. the kid who comes from a you know a background where they grow up and there's a lot of profanity used in the house mm -hmm. and they're saying are you appalled or are you going to help you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Right. If you're appalled, then you have you have blocked the ability to help that kid because right. you're appalled. Mm -hmm. I can't believe a kid talks like, yeah, I believe it. 
Mm-hmm. Right. We don't believe true. it. Yeah. Now what yeah. are we gonna do about it? What are we gonna do? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that's where I think a lot of people, you know, we we sit back and we we write these things down, and this isn't a perfect world. And a perfect man, 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 more than ever. Now it's not perfect. That's mm-hmm. true. How to deal with, and, and I say this all the time when I'm coaching, you got to learn how to deal with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and make it normal. You right. know what I'm saying? Because then you can process people, you can understand people and their abilities. I'm not going to say that they have flaws. I'm going to say that these are things that the way they grew up or the way that they see life, it's important to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah. everybody, you know, like mama said, everybody needs to know how to wear the mask. You know what I'm saying? You 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 got to know when I go to church, it's a certain way to act. When I go to the library, it's a certain way to act. When I go to school, it's a certain way to act. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. right. Foundation. That's Foundation. true. Foundation. Mm-hmm. And that is taught in the home, definitely. Right. You have to but, I gotta, get... but I gotta come back. I gotta come back. I'm going, I'm coming back at y'all. Okay. How can mm-hmm. you say it's taught at the home when it does not when people don't know about that? And it doesn't exist in the home. That's true. That's true. Yeah. It may not I'm exist. So in the home. I'm just gonna be honest. I'm so tired of mm-hmm. people blaming parents. These parents don't know. How are you gonna blame somebody who don't know? Right. You, know mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. stop pointing the finger at parents. They don't know. Y'all right. all educators. Oh, mm-hmm. this the parents should teach this. They don't know. They right. don't they know. They don't know how to. Yeah. So That's true. There has to be community. You know, if, if, if you're a mayor of a city and Dr. McKnight is a mayor of a city, I'm the mayor of a city. And I know that the majority of my citizens uh, are single parent families. They don't, you know, I need to create or 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 have organizations create programs that service mm-hmm. these children that can be caught or exposed to, to things that other people are going to try to expose them to. Right. Because right, right. they're not going to get that from home. It's not going to happen. That's For me true. to keep saying as an educator, well, you know, these kids are acting the way they're acting because they don't have anything. Okay. Okay. And that's that's true. And I yeah. think that's a whole nother show. This yeah. this show is geared towards mm-hmm. preparing your child for college and for life. And I get it. There are homes that that's not the case. And then that would be a show where we would discuss how can educators help in that and how we do daily help with that because we are a community and we all work with these children we work with children every day so a lot of times it's on the community to you know help them get the things that they need if they're not available in their homes so like I was saying though about kindergartners through fourth graders um, that's when like I said they need to be taught social skills sometimes those Mm -hmm. are things that some teachers may feel like they should have learned at home. But as you said, they may not have learned those things at home. So a lot of times the teacher kind of becomes like a parent. Um, and they also start to expose them to college and careers and things that they may not know about. Did you have something you want to say on that? Yeah, I, I wanted to add you know, to that and and, and it brings me back to uh, what uh, John Boyd mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about officer friendly. 
schools have to be intentional on bringing outside people in to add to the education of that child. Uh, and what I love is, you know, career days, you know, that have bring in various careers, not just the main ones we always talk about, but maybe some relevant, you know, careers, you know, uh, a mechanic, uh, a truck driver, uh, a, a, maybe another, a pastor or some other kind of field and not just have it once a year, but maybe have it several times during the year so that these kids can be exposed to the different careers that, that are out there. Okay, so now we're gonna talk about the fifth through eighth grader. How do you prepare them for their careers, for their college experience, for trade school? How do you prepare them? Um, and I'm gonna have Dr. McKnight speak on that. Sure, uh, well, several ways you can uh, prepare them. Number one is uh, college visits. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think uh, elementary school is too early for them to visit a college campus, sit in a college classroom, could be one. Uh, then the other thing is that there are a lot of pre-college programs that are out there that a lot of your universities have. Uh, one I'm familiar with at my previous institution had a pre-engineering program where they work with sixth through eighth graders in robotics and they brought them on campus every Saturday and they had competitions. Uh, so different colleges and universities have different type of programs within their different departments that do outreach to uh, elementary uh, school kids. So and the other piece of this is that schools, school administrators need to be aware of these programs and really encourage parents to allow their kids to participate you know, in, in those programs as well. And that's kind of with that group, you said sixth through eighth grade? Yeah, fifth, fifth through eighth grade. Through yeah. Eighth grade. yeah, and we have a program called 21st Century that parents are encouraged to sign their child up by the eighth grade. And mm -hmm. um, a lot of times the parents, they don't sign them up. And mm -hmm. when the student gets to high school and they could have had a full ride a full scholarship to college so yeah it's very important for parents to know early on those programs like a 21st century trio um there's a program at a university in indiana called groups program where students went down um my brother actually was a part of that program the groups program can you speak on that yeah groups program was a, a very exciting program for us because um you know, it, it, it has a, a lot of supports um, within the program and um, transitioning from an urban community um, into college where you're, you're the, uh, you know, first generation college student in your family, um, you needed those supports, mm -hmm. the structure. You know, uh, I can honestly say that, you know, one of the things that really caught my attention was when um, I was able to go down to IU Bloomington and visit my cousin, Charlene, uh, who was in school. Mm -hmm. um, that had a very profound impact on me. And, and, and like Dr. McKnight said, you know, doing college visits early, you know, to, to let them see how those type of campuses operate. 
you know, I have to I have to also say that this generation that we're in now it's it's a very different generation as far as you know um, um, the the pressure to go to college. Right. You know, there was a lot of pressure to to give yourself an opportunity to to, to better yourself. You know, and so you know, but it also put a burden on you know your parents and things like that if you didn't get scholarships and things of that nature, you know, student loans and things. But, but I think that the Groove program is a, is a, great, is a great program, especially um, getting in some of these powerful schools like the Purdue's and, and the IU Bloomington's and, and mm -hmm. other schools that have um, uh, these types of programs for um, students who, who otherwise probably wouldn't have a chance to go yeah. to college. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And another thing that's very important at, at this age is also to teach them to set goals for themselves. Um, by fifth through eighth grade, they should be able to set goals. If they desire to go to college, then they that should be one of their goals and you know the things they like they want to do to get there. Right now we have a lot of students that they say, oh, I want to make all A's, but you don't have to make all A's to get into college or even to go into a trade. If you want to go into a trade such as cosmetology, or if you want to go into, um, you know, a program where it's carpentry, you don't necessarily have to make all A's. You just have to learn a skill. And so that's the thing that, you know, there are many different options for students to go into, but that could be one of their goals. Um, and so now we're going to move on to our ninth through 12th grade student. Um, what are some things that our ninth through uh, 12th grade students can do? I'll just say one thing at ninth grade, they should create what is called a graduation plan. They should uh, have a plan for how they're going to get to that graduation day after once they become seniors. Um, yes. And then you all can jump in. Uh, one thing I, I encourage students to do if they're in high school, if they can uh, take uh, what we call dual credit courses, okay. uh, where they can take a college level course, uh, maybe their junior or, or uh, senior year. I don't know if they allow them at sophomore level, mm -hmm. but definitely dual credit. That way they can, uh, you know, go on a college campus, take the classes with other college students is one way. Um, another thing is uh, for them to shadow uh, someone in the career field that they have an idea, you know, they're a, a mm -hmm. little more mature, right. where they could shadow, let's say, maybe an attorney, or they can shadow an engineer or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I think those are some things that they have to do, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier about parents. And that, that I think schools should have some type of uh, informationals for parents mm -hmm. to say, okay, at this grade level, you, you need to help your child do this. Because again, as uh, John Boy mentioned, these parents don't know, you know. Right. Um, I was talking with a, a parent about financial aid. They didn't know anything about it. And so I walked them through that whole process. So I think uh, learning not only has to happen for the kids, but it has to happen for the parents as well. And schools need to have a platform where they can educate parents on how to prepare your child for career as well as for college. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Um, and then another thing too, is that they should participate in extracurricular activities. Um, Mr. Boyd, Boyd, can you speak on that? Well, I think, I think you know, participating in, in clubs and extracurricular, it just helps you with your socialization skills, mm -hmm. which is very important growing up as a, as a human being. You'll say, you'll, you'll hear me say that a lot because I'm like, you know, I'm just really interested in, you know, the human race and how we elevate or how we understand the differences among people, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's very important for it. It's very important to expose yourself to, to other things, whether you're a fan, go mm -hmm. to a game, whether you are, you know, go to an art show. Mm -hmm. uh, Dr. McKnight talked about these things. We have to expose our kids mm -hmm. to other things. The, mm -hmm. the educational system is so antiquated. You know, the arts are so diluted now. We don't, there are certain people who are born to be, you know, in the arts, mm -hmm. but we are not, we're not reaching those people, mm -hmm. you know, but we have to, I do, you know, us as educators, it's not just you teaching English or math or science, it's you teaching human skills, you yeah. know, to our, to our, our young people, mm -hmm. which is a skill, yeah. you know what I'm saying, which is a skill. And, and that's very important for, for us to, you know, that's what, sport is so when you are a coach and that's a key word because mm -hmm. i consider all teachers coaches mm -hmm. you know if you're an english teacher you're a coach of english you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying and you have to have certain abilities and skills and motivational abilities to reach students and some of them come with you in their heart but the object is to make them better you know one kid who, who couldn't say his abcs don't make him feel uncomfortable because or, or or make him feel like he's less than because he can't do as much as the other person. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to encourage, encourage, and we have to dif differentiate, you know, educational things, uh, educational curriculums so that everybody can see some successes, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, 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 and not to, you know, because I'm a big uh, opponent of, you know, the ninth place trophy. You know, I'm a big opponent of, you know, we're, we're playing and the ninth place person gets a trophy too. Nope, I'm not for that. I think you, you hurt our children when you do that. You don't make them hunker down and say, hey, I gotta work harder. They're excited about being ninth place. They're right. excited that, and think that, they, you know, they're just as good as, and I think that's, that's that's a flaw, yeah. you know. Um, but to what you're saying, you know, extracurricular activities—they are so vital and so important to our, our children today. You know, and I want to add to, to that what you said, uh, John, about being a coach, and that's one of the things that's changing in uh, higher ed. At my last uh, institution we were moving from the word academic advisors to academic coaches, meaning that we don't just tell the kids, this is what you take and that's it. But mm -hmm. okay, why are you taking this? 
how can we support you what's going mm -hmm. on in your home life because all of that plays a factor and being able to give advice regarding not only your academic plan but your your life plan as well and following up on that and so um, I do believe that word coaching is a very, very powerful word because it encompasses so much and it uh, validates the, the kid and encourages them and they know that somebody is rooting for them and somebody's mm -hmm. going to pull them in, you know, yeah. and say, you know, hey, you didn't study, you need to take this class over, what happened, what's going on? Uh, so I think that's really important that we have to move into a coaching model to really help kids uh, succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this is this is also this ninth through 12th grade year. Uh, these years is when their counselor is really involved um, with them. And so, you know, that's really important that they have counselors that um, gear them towards what they like, what they um, are good at in those areas, because, you know, sometimes you know, some kids may just want to go to college just because their parents want them to go to college, but they may actually be gifted in um, media or something like that, that they don't necessarily need to go to college for, you know, so we have to have those skilled counselors, as well as the educators to kind of help gear them towards what it is that they really desire to do that they're naturally good at. Um, and so that's when we can uh, start having them to go and do those those educational trips, take them to local colleges, you know, so that they can explain all the areas in a field. Um, like I said before, I'll never forget when we took a group of young ladies to um, Notre Dame and they didn't know that there were so many fields in the STEM area. There were so many different, um, they could do aerodynamics. There was a lot of things they had never heard of. And they came out saying, hey, I want to go into science. I want to do this. I want to be a mathematician. They started wanting to be in those careers because they were exposed to it. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think it's important for, for teachers as well and counselors to be privy of information. If they know a student is really good in math and the university is having a math camp, because I'm sure counselors and teachers get all kind of uh, things across their desk that could, that could benefit, you know, students and to be able to connect with students and provide that information for them is a plus as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially even in writing, like if you have a kid that, you know, they're great in writing, they could, you know, uh, do journalism, visit maybe a newspaper or a magazine, you know, uh, company, and they can do a lot of different things like that in their field and you know parents they used to have take your child to work day remember that they used to have mm -hmm. you know and so that yeah. would expose them to different careers you know mm -hmm. i think you took took our daughters to, to work with you one time and they got to see everything on the campus right mm -hmm. you're right sure did yeah right right okay and so then so what is a what is a plan of action that a parent if i'm a parent i want you guys to both talk on this if i'm a parent what is a plan of action that I should have um, for my child? What, what should I, if I, you know, how should I go about making sure that my child has plans for after school? How should I go about that? If, I, if you were talking to parents right now, what would you, what advice would you give them? Well, I would tell them, I definitely would tell them that um, to search out, um, services that can satisfy some of the needs 
the glaring needs that their child uh, desires or that they want, you know, to to model their children um, after. You know, if there's an an absentee uh, figure in their lives, then you have to kind of search out and find uh, those type of programs that will that that will have strong um, strong uh, people that can can kind of encourage you know those types of behaviors that are needed uh, in that way. I think all kids at the lower levels need someone who can read to them on a regular basis. You can't do it because you're working, you know, putting them uh, in a live in a program with the library so they can hear sight words and things like that. Not just putting them on the walls of your home and things like that. You know, kids need to be held accountable for not doing what they're supposed to be doing at certain times, whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes, mm -hmm. 10 minutes of reading time and don't get a book that they can't read or 10 minutes of homework time or whatever. And, and a lot of people, a lot of uh, uh, school corporations are not, you know, giving students the rigor, the you know, the, the homework that they're supposed to, because teachers don't want to teach, they don't want to check homework. Okay. You know, they feel that it's it's overwhelming. So again, as a parent, it's not for you to you know create hostility towards these people aren't doing. We need to you need you as a parent, you know, um, need to search out for these things, you know, and and they're available. There are a lot of things that are available, um, and and a lot of services that can help our young people and, and we just gotta, you know, um, we gotta make sure that we magnify those in our school, our learning communities. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one thing I would definitely tell parents is be observant of your child, see what, what they're good at. You mm -hmm. know, uh, if Johnny is good at put, taking things apart, putting it together, uh, whether he, he or she can work the that computer, you know, real well or what have you, or can draw, uh, look at what they're good at and then begin to kind of develop that. I, I think mm -hmm. I said in one of the podcasts, if you know your child is good a, a, as an artist and likes to draw, get him a sketch pad, buy them some things, take them to the art museum. Mm -hmm. uh, so these are things that you can do to, to kind of see what are they passionate about? What do they like doing? What are they good at? Uh, one thing I will mention is that sometimes kids, you know, do change their minds as time goes on. Mm -hmm. But I think if you invest in what they're good at and what they're passionate about, if they're good at cooking, have them make a meal once a week or uh, take them to a bakery or, or doing some things as a parent outside of the classroom that can help your child look at, discover uh, other careers and uh, hone in on their own gifts, you know, and talents. And then parents do your research, you know, yeah. study the various careers that are out there yourself so that you can uh, provide the information or connect them with someone, uh, whether they're in the family or someone that you know at church that might be in that field that their child is and can learn, you know, from them or see if this is really what they want to go into.
And I think at that high school level, that, um, you know, that'll give them more of a focus and a determination of what they really want to do and then how to prepare for that. Okay. Mm. All right. So hopefully this has been um, informational to all parents as well as to educators of different ways that you can help our students and help our children in general to be able to be prepared to either go to college or for their career choices in the future. Um, we are the Agape Learning Tools podcast. And if you have any questions, you can email us at info at agape learning tools dot net dot net. And then also we are available. This podcast is available on Anchor. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, as well as Spotify. Spotify. Thank you, Spotify. All right, so it's available there too. So you guys, um, we will continue to produce these shows every Friday at 11 o'clock. So we hope to see you next Friday. Bye. Bye, take care now. See ya. Bye-bye.